Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, we're delighted to have Jim Blakely, Visual Cloud Computing General Manager from Intel with us. Welcome, Jim. Hi, Allison. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me. So this is your second time on Chip Chat, and the first time you introduced the concept of graphics within various use cases within the data center. You've come back with some exciting news today. So why don't we just get started and remind the audience what we're doing enabling graphics capabilities within data center environments. Sure, yeah. So our focus within cloud graphics is really around being able to display content remotely from the cloud. So graphics kinds of displays, rendering applications, workstations. VDI types of applications, as well as media processing applications for video delivery. So over-the-top video streaming, as well as network and broadcast video delivery. You know, these are a lot of different use cases, but ones that touch us as consumers all the time. Things like streaming Netflix or looking at content, you know, rich content over the internet would be utilizing these capabilities, correct? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell me what the team delivered today in terms of a new way of supporting this type of growing use case within the data center. Sure. Today we're announcing the Intel Xeon processor E3 1200v4 family. So it's the next generation of the Xeon E3 processor with integrated graphics. This is based on our Broadwell platforms, just launched today. The exciting thing for us in this space now is that we have Iris Pro graphics across all of our E3 with integrated graphics processors. We had previously only had that in a very limited set of systems, most notably the HP Moonshot system, but now we're able to expand into more applications and more systems. We also get, of course, the increase in performance from the Broadwell processor family. That's our new 14 nanometer family. We've been talking about Iris Pro, and we've been talking about the importance of integrated graphics for a long time. What does this mean that it's hitting the Xeon E3 line? Getting integrated graphics with Iris Pro into the E3 product line means that we get substantial performance improvement over previous generations and previous capabilities in the space. We get up to almost a 2x improvement in graphics performance overall, and almost a 2x improvement in media processing, video transcoding performance using the QuickSync video capabilities in the platform, and that can translate into both a much improved user experience, better video quality, better graphics rendering, and also for data center operators, a much better cost of ownership as they can increase the density of their solutions in the data center and get much better throughput and performance per rack within the data center. So are there any particular use cases where we think that this new Iris Pro solution is best aimed, or is it really all of the use cases that you just described? The main focuses here really are in the video space around um, video transcoding, and particularly AVC or H.264 transcoding. This part is able to get up to 18 HD streams per socket, which when you translate that into a rack level, we're able to do about 4,300 simultaneous HD video streams in a single rack in a data center, which is a phenomenal number. 
The other great use case for this is in the remote workstation or what we tend to refer to as rich applications as a service. These are sort of CAD, computer-aided design, computer-aided engineering applications, as well as digital content creation applications. Here you'll see not only good total cost of ownership in those solutions because of the low cost and great density you can get with the E3 product line, but also a very, very, very good user experience for remote workstation kinds of applications. When you look at the types of customers that will be utilizing these solutions, what have their responses been to the new processor? And are there any interesting customer uses at this point that even surprised you in terms of the types of uses that you've seen targeted? Well, I think the first reaction we often get from people who see it in action is sort of a wow response. They weren't really expecting the quality and performance that they're seeing out of these solutions. We saw that both in the current Haswell-based processors that we've had for the last couple years, but particularly when they see the new Broadwell processor performance, there's a very, very dramatic improvement there in terms of the quality. So we're absolutely seeing that. We're also seeing an increased level of innovation and new sorts of applications in video processing. We previously this year announced support for OpenCL programming on this platform, and that's led a lot of ISVs to start looking at very, very interesting new applications in image and graphics processing for, you know, 3D rendering or 3D composition, some virtual reality kinds of applications that they're starting to build, and some very interesting combination of collecting video data and turning it into 3D representation. So you can actually view yourself performing a sport, for example, in three dimensions and get feedback from your coach. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. I can see this taking off in golf courses all over the world. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or my, my favorite would be ski resorts. <laughs> so obviously this has Iris Pro, but you mentioned some advancements in the baseline CPU. Can you talk about those? Sure. Yeah. So this is our 14 nanometer part. It's the first part in 14 nanometer with integrated graphics in server. And so that gives us a very substantial performance improvement on its own in this space, even beyond what we get with the upgrade to Iris Pro Graphics. Where do you guys see the market going? And what is Intel's view on how this announcement fits into our broader strategy? Generally speaking, we're in a phase in the market where lots of changes are happening. Not only is the use of video growing substantially just on its own, we're also seeing a shift in the market where more and more over-the-top service providers like Dish Networks, HBO, and others have launched new over-the-top video services to get their content out to a much broader and more mobile set of users. In addition to that, the transition to 4K is really just beginning 4K video. And because obviously 4K video is a much larger format than HD, it's putting enormous strains. All three of these things are putting enormous strains on the existing infrastructure and creating a big demand for far more efficient and more cost-effective solutions. And that's really what the E3 with integrated graphics and particularly QuickSync Video is really trying to address to be able to get that cost structure down so that these service providers can provide a solution that will keep up with that ongoing demand increase that they see. 
If folks want to find out more, where should they go for more information? You can just start at the indol.com homepage. And if you do a search on either Iris Pro Graphics or the Xeon E3 product family or QuickSync Video, you'll find a lot of information about the space and about our products and technologies in the space. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being on the program again, Jim. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 